Kokorongo ki te tangi a te kori mako Ko rero flowing a te hoka force Ko papa relevant, ko papa out of bounds Ko papa exigent, ko papa paramount Nga ko nga whakapiri mai ki te Ko papa tino whakahira hira Whakarongo pi kari kari mai Hare hare mai, o tari ngā hare hare mai We gotta gather up close everybody Gather up close everybody Kane kane move that body Kane kane move that body E ngā iwi nau mai hoki mai i nā wā ngā rā o te waru A nei ngā waiwai o Henero mati kua tau ki te whenua mm-hmm. And um, yeah, hopefully everybody's tanned or been got using, a fake tan Yeah, or been, you know, using tapani Kia kore ai e tikaka mm-hmm. te kiri mm-hmm. Sunburnt, because yep. I get sunburnt you know, takutaha pākeha. <laughs> yeah. I don't get brown like you. You go in the sun, you get brown. Even though ko takuinga no, no, ko no. brown That's what I thought until I recently went to Samoa, Hamoa, and I got burnt, just straight burnt. Oui, are Not brown, just burnt. It's like when Kaharama Etahi no Hawaii and I tell them to put sunblock on because you know, here they get their icon, and you know, they go back to Hawaii black. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not yeah. golden. Mm. Anyway, now my hoki mai tewi, ite nei te tau hau pakeha, coming at you, taringa, and yeah, no, no mawa te waimarie ite nei, no tatau, actually. Yeah. Ite me hei wahi inga korero ite nei wa ana. Uh, ko nga kōrero ki te iwi o te wiki mm-hmm. And ko tā māua uh, manuhiri Hei kai kōrero mo te iwi o te wiki Ko te mauri ki ngi Tēnā koe te mauri Tēnā koe Kia ora, kia ora, kia ora tātai So welcome um, to Taringa I can't say you're ever listener Because you told me you haven't listened to any <laughs> But hopefully you will listen to some Hopefully you get converted <laughs> Engari, pai noe ho no, yeah, no māua te maringa nui uh, Whai wahi koe ki te kōrero uh, kia māua o tira ki nga kaiwhakarongo toru te kaumano, ka whakarongo ki tēnei punua pāo. Tēnā kutu. Ko te kiwaha, kai au i tēnei wā, whakarohi ana, tu haurangi au wahi ana. Tas kiwaha is hāngai to the eruption in 1886. Yeah, and it talks about the resilience of tu haurangi and the people of tu haurangi when the eruption happened. Yeah, uh, no mararatiwi, no mai, and uh, now we over here is smoking, smoking, smoking. Oh, I like that. That's cool, ain't it? Yeah. Over here Can you give us some um, like te horopaki, some scenarios of how you could use the kiwaha? Well, often it's used to it's like a big-headed thing. I would <laughs> I would assume it's like a hariyanakitahi <laughs> hui or something. When you and you see your other bro at the hui, your other bro from two haurangi, and he's getting a might be getting a praise or an award, and you just yell out and go, "Oh, he ana ba, oh, he ana." Okay, smoking. Oh, he So yes, two haurangi has the IP on that kiwaha. Yeah. Yeah. And if you want to use it, just kau e ware ware, no fear te kiwahara. Because I think kuna te atahu o te reo Māori, um, tetai o nga me atahu o te reo Māori, a lot of the kiwaha we use today, they started somewhere i rutu i tetai hapu, i tetai iwi, and yeah. kua horapa. Yeah, now you don't um, know where they're from. Yeah, yeah. 
So, um, you know, Etewi, IP, Irungaite, Oahiana, because <laughs> I think it's one that could become like popularized right through Aotearoa. Yeah, I reckon. And Te Ao, so Karepekwe Mohi Otemodi, we've got listeners in, uh, right across the world Germany, Africa, South America. So, got lots of people that listen around the world, both Māori and Pākehā and Tauiwi Kowaiake. Kafakarongo ki te punua pāho nei. So, yeah, you might go around the world one day ahoa and karongo ki te tai e hamama na kia koe. Auahiana. We haven't done it in a while. Like, we've been a bit mangere nila. Usually snow's here too, so oh, kāroha snow, ka reko i kone, mm. iwai no hoki. Anyway, <laughs> we'll use the kiwaha as many times as we can through the show. Yeah, so you might get sick of it by the end of the of the podcast here. Yeah, <laughs> Your um, whakamarama though, that was Auahiana. Mm. 1886. That was um, one too. Te, te hu o Taravera. Yes. Auahiana. <laughs> one each. <laughs> anyway, te mauri, uh, yeah, no, no maiki ta tātou kaupapa iwi o te wiki and yeah, perhaps provide for... Um, Okay, a koe te tikanga ki a mihi mai ki te iwi and then provide koe atu haurangi uh, ana kia rere noa nga kōrero ringa i te wairua Māori. Yeah. Oh, kia ora tātou. Hei tēnei no tu haurangi Ngāti Wahia. Uh, ko te arawa te waka, te arawa te iwi. Tu haurangi Ngāti Wahia o te hapui i bine rani. Ngari, i ngā rao mua, hei tonu a tu haurangi uh, i nōhia ngā, ngā roto o Tarawera. Tu haurangi, the, the person... Uh, was was uh, Tupuna, and he was a part of the eight beating hearts. I don't know if uh, many have heard of the eight beating hearts of Te Arawa. Oh, no, I haven't. Please tell me. Tama Takapua was the captain of Te Arawa Waka, who came across from Hawaii, and five generations after him came uh, Rangitihi. Yep. And Rangitihi had eight children, had four wives, had eight children, and uh, they are referred to as the eight beating oh. hearts of Te Arawa. Um, and the youngest of the children was Tuhaurangi. Ah. And there's a quarter about Tuhaurangi uh, being mistreated by his older brothers, uh, older sisters, older sister, and um, stepmothers, I suppose. Oh, nice. Yeah, stepmothers. And the quarter goes um, Tuhaurangi Kai Matautau. Tuhaurangi was the one that was fed uh, with cold food or scraps. The leftovers. Yeah. And then he grew to be the favourite of Rangitihi. Yeah. So that kai mātautau uh, whakatauki sort of sits as, uh, as where Tuhaurangi's mana uh, lies, I suppose. Mm, kia ora. Uh, mm. Shows the mana of Tuhaurangi because he was the one that was fed with little bits of food or whatnot, uh, scraps. Mm. And they became the favourite of Rangitihi mm. and of all his children. So overcame adversity. I say that publicly, but uh, kai kohuri ere, tari kohu kohutia we wetahi, uh, wetahi atu o konei, but yeah, that's sort of the korero of, of our tupuna. And he did amazing things, uh, had two wives across countries and populated areas and uh, yeah, yeah, Might be good too to talk about his uh, his two wives. Yeah, the first wife was uh, Rakaita Hainu, uh, who come from um, the Maunga Titohia, uh, Taranaki. Apparently, she was a puhi or a descendant of a puhi in um, on Aotea Waka. Got with her and had. Oh, he had, had many children. Um, <laughs> and his second wife, uh, his second wife was uh, Papa, and she was a daughter of Kahungunu. 
And this is actually okay. a, a story of um, when Ruapani was with was with this beautiful wahine Rongo Mai Papa at the time. And uh, Ruapani passed away and they were quite old. And at the time, Rangitihi was old and uh, Tuhaurangi was just becoming a, a strong young man, tall, handsome, Tarawa looking. And, <laughs> yeah. and uh, yeah, they went over to, to the Tangi, to, to Tangi Ruapani, and um, yeah, they left with uh, his wife. And that became to Haurangi's second wife. And the descendants of that union of of theirs um, is the likes of Fakowe Kaipapa, Ngati Fakowe, Hoki Nauri, Yeah, that's sort of a story around the two wives of Tuhaurangi. Yeah. Very interesting that he had reminds me a little bit of Turongo because he both had we well, never but he never eloped with the first one. But Tuhurangi had one one Tetaiwahine north the west side and Tetaiwahine north the east side. And it had Puhi Ene. That word yeah. Puhi, mm. what does that mean? Because the idea I have of a Puhi is a a virgin. Well, I suppose it's just the social stature of the wahine. Kia ora. Yeah. Yeah. I suppose when, when I think about whakapapa, when I think about marriage uh, of our tupuna, I'm sure it wasn't a thing around staying together, but being or uh, going together. Mm. So mm. more of a strategy thing. Yeah. Then I think, yeah, whakapapa become more strategy. And if you link to this, to that, then there was heaps for everyone else, I suppose. But why not? Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I, like, I like that for the It's cool. <laughs> exactly, you know, like you watch, uh, you know, if you watch uh, Game of Thrones or, yeah. you know, mm. e pera te ao Māori. a lot of the marriages were very strategic, yeah. you know, to bring um, iwi together. Um, and I think we've talked about it before on Taringa, uh, a lot of the time, you know, Pākūwha or yeah. Takapaiora Nui, where we used to stop or to stop war, bloodshed. Yeah. You might marry uh, someone from the inland to uh, like a forested area to someone from the sea. Swap yeah, yeah, so you've got that thing of resources. Yeah. So yeah, very strategic. But I'm um, good on Tuherangi. Oh, <laughs> etama, go to the go to a tangi and then oh. oh. Yeah, yeah. It's like that. What's that movie? Um, fun- <laughs> what's that? Four funerals and a uh, wedding no. or something yeah, yeah, like yeah. that. Anyway, say kahari aki te tangi hanga o ruapani, and this yeah. ruapani for our, again kia koutou enga kaifakarongo. Ruapani is a, a prominent tupuna of Turanga Nuiakiwa through to uh, Waikare Moana, uh, ruapani, ngasi ruapani, koe ne te teonga iwi o Turanga Nuiakiwa. And yeah quite a prominent ancestor and uh, koe nei tana wahine and kariro te wahine i a, I a tūhurangi yeah, yeah. Mm. and then uh, auahi ana <laughs> yeah I got one in got another one in there's two for me hoia not kei a haere tonu te kōrero a te Māori yeah, nui ngā kōrero so one of the stories that um, uh, when Rangitihi was bringing up those eight children at a pa called Pa Kotoi, which is not far from Matata. There's a story around, well, the time of when uh, Rangitihi found out that Tuhaurangi was eating scraps and cold food. There was a story that Tuhaurangi was put up onto the waharoa of the pa at Pa Kotoi, and it was said that Rangitihi told his old uh Tuhaurangi's older brothers to walk under him as a sign of um, 
manna enhancement or mm. is a sign of um, mm. favoritism, maybe. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But we don't know it. He put the idea who I cut the no idea manna or two holding Ionawa. And um, yeah, two holding had many trips. There was a story around his booth, mm. and um, I suppose this is where Tuhorangi gets his um, ability to go and find out, uh, be strategic in the way he finds out his wahine and his, his woman and his wives. Uh, there's a story when Rangitihi went over to Kawero and there was a kafafo that was happening between Tetini Kawero and Rangitihi. And Rangitihi was quartering a beautiful wahine, Papa Faranui, and uh, who was the mother of Tuhorangi. And for some time, um, they were over there. She was hapu, and Rangitihi was trying to head back to the pa at Matata or Pa Kotori. And um, as they came across, uh, Rangitihi realizing that Papa Faranui uh, was quite heavily hapu, extremely hapu, he told her to have the baby at this place called Otamaka. There's a rock there, and it's called the uh, Whānau Tangamai or Tuhaurangi. Um, and so left Papa Faranui at this uh, toka, and uh, Rangitihi became the uh, Manu Tiori and uh, uh, led the Tini or Kawerau um, away from her, and uh, she began to give birth to Tuhaurangi. And the story goes that there's a rock uh, that's sort of sticking out of a cliff mm. and she wedged her stomach uh, underneath the, the rock and pushed up. He tried to quickly give birth to two Oh, my gosh. And, uh, when he was born, he was a big baby, apparently. He was quite a big, big child and was going to be a big person when he was when he was too young. When he got older, he was a big person. So the baby was quite big and um, she hung the whenua um, and she hung it on the rako, which was a sign to Rangitihi uh, saying that the baby was born and they were both hiding away. Um, mm. yeah. Rangitihi uh, found them down at one of the rivers, just not far from where the rock was. And um, yeah, they went back to the pa at Pa Kotori, and um, everyone was shocked when uh, another baby, a wife, and, um, <laughs> and Rangitihi returned after his travels. But again, yeah, must be your strategy, I'm sure. <laughs> hey, ka. I'm trying, uh, you know, yeah, yeah, Kotori, and I'm thinking of this, of this, wahine toa. Yeah. Eh, Terefakafana wana itana pepe. Yeah. Matpehi itana puku. So I'm, I'm, I'm imagining this tupuna, Papa Faranui, and she's pushing her stomach up against this yeah, rock. Oh my gosh. I can imagine it because this uh, there was a war party, ne? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And so she was, you know, wanted to have this baby quickly. Far out. Te te yeah. Kōrero ko tera. The things yeah, you do. Yeah. Mm. Pretty amazing. Kōrero, um, it is sort of like I think about the stories of Rangitihi and how amazing he was. Um, and um, he was in battle in one of the kōrero, the whakatauki that Te Arawa have, um, Rangitihi te upoko i takai ki te akatea. When he was in battle, I think it was over the Whakapaungako Hills uh, in Rotorua and um, he was struck in the head and sort of wrapped his head off the akatea vine and carried on uh, to win the battle. Yeah, and I think about those sort of stories and then sort of go generation to generation and everyone's sort of like that that type of... Everyone's got that Oahiana spirit within them. Oh, that was a yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Still got it, though. <laughs> 
rangiti hi te upoko whakahirere i takaia ki te akatea. Yeah. Yeah. He got smashed and then he wrapped it with some vine yeah. to keep yeah. going. Yeah. Again, resilience. Resilience, yeah. Yeah. Resilience, yeah, yeah. And um, yeah, I suppose if we carry on the kōrero, um, so Tuhorangi's first wife, Rākaita Hainui, uh, had, they had Taketake Hukuroa, who had Tūteamutu, uh, who had Umukania, who had Wahiao. And uh, Wahiao was another great tupuna of ours. Uh, and go back to, actually, I go back to his second wife, uh, Rongomai Papa. He had those two had Uenuku Kopako, uh, who had Fakaua Kai Papa, who had Tutane Kai. And Tutane Kai was a great chief of Ngati Fakaui. And Tutane Kai uh, married or played a flute in, yeah. and courted a beautiful wahine called Hinemua, who was the older sister of Wahiao. Mm. Uh, that who was, um, yeah, yeah, the, the daughter of Umukaria and the great, great, great granddaughter of Tuhorangi. So Tutane Kai and Hinemua and their relationship and Pokare Kareana happened and <laughs> their relationship uh, was uh, the binding of yeah, sort of the binding between Ngāti Whakaui and um, Tuhorangi today, uh, the first sort of relationship. But yeah, yeah right. when I think about Tuhorangi, is a, a lot of mana because most of the descendants that we have today and the different hapu and niwi, uh, most of them come off him besides the Pikia ones. Te nākoi. Yeah, yeah. Nui nā kōrero mō, mō Tuhorangi. And then we carry on sort of back to the, to the kōrero around the Auahiana. I think one of the main things around partnerships and relationships and uh, strategy was um, when um, trouble happens, often whakapapa is the thing that will get you out of situations. And for, for mm-hmm. an example, uh, when Tuharangi were living at the shores of Tarawera and Tarawera erupted 1886, there was three letters that came to Tuharangi. And the first one was Tikania Takiro who sent a letter telling the iwi to move to Hikurangi Maunga, and that was due to Whakapapa. Uh, the second letter that came was from a tupuna in Aotearoa, who uh, sent to move to Taranaki Maunga, and the third one was um, from Ngāti Maru, who sent to move to Moihau. Uh, Tu did move the iwi, uh, moved to, ended up choosing uh, Moihau because that's the burial place of our tupuna Tamatakapua. Mm-hmm. And uh, they went over there for some years, about 20 odd years. Mm-hmm. And then um, they all were asked to move back uh, to Rotorua, uh, to Te Whakarewarewa, uh, where we sort of live today. Yeah, but everything was sort of, you know, those types of strategy moves, those types of whakapapa uh, give us the ability to link and to make relationships um, that were already established long before we were here. Mm. I mean, we're our here. Yeah, definitely privileged to be a Udi of Tihorangi Ngati Wahio. Beautiful. I think the media would be valuable if you just provide a little snapshot because just for our listeners who are trying to tie or, or put the dots together from uh, Kawero to Pākotore and then to Tarawera. How did the iwi end up at Tarawera? And then Whakarewerewa, yeah. Yeah, yeah, good point. Uh, so, Tuhorangi was living at, um, with his parents and with his brothers and sisters at Pākotore and then Kapakeke uh, Tuhorangi and Rangitihi told him to sort of move on. He sort of said, um, 
i hāri ki rā kaita hainui, he wahi ne mōna, and he went there, had wives there, and moved to, they were on the shores of Tarawera, or they were moved, sorry, they moved to the shores of Rotoiti, mm. um, and then had children there, had children around there, uh, generations who lived, lived in um, Rotoiti, around, uh, around the lake of Rotoiti, and there was a big war that happened between them and um, Ngāti Pikiao at the time, was in Ngāti Pikiao, and uh, they moved, they made their way to Tarawera. They stayed at Tarawera for long periods of time and um, very lucky and we, we have a lot of relationship um, and a lot of sort of honunga to our waiariki mm. and um, I think that was sort of the 15th century when Tuhaurangi and them were moving around and he was six generations after the arrival of the waka and so another sort of five to ten generations later they moved to uh, Rotoiti and to Tarawera. Yeah, when they were at Tarawera, they stayed there for, for a long time. And the hapu that came out of the Nohanga at, at Tarawera uh, was Ngāti Hinemihi. And there's a story actually that Hinemihi Whare is coming back home, which used to stand at, um, at Tarawera. Oh. Uh, but yeah, yeah, so do they. So our, our iwi sort of migrated from Pākotore to Rotoiti to Tarawera and now uh, moved to Te Whakarewarewa. Mm. Watch for us here. Yeah, yeah. And um, so why I, why I sort of bring up Ngāti Wahiao or Wahiao um, was because Wahiao had established his own iwi and um, had moved to Te Whakarewarewa, mm. uh, which is where Tu Haurangi Ngāti Wahiao, that's our kāinga there, mm. yeah, our whārua of Te Whakarewarewa. If anyone's been to Te Whakarewarewa, it's a tourism centre. No mai haere mai. It's not a tourism centre, but it's a living Māori village. Yeah. Uh, very lived, very Māori, and very small like a village. It's very, very cute. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. love all the, the little whare there. They're so cool. <laughs> yeah. And so I um, so went to Haurangi and Wahiao started his sort of tribe and moved to sort of the areas closer to Rotorua Lake. And a uh, big tribe of two Haurangi uh, stayed around uh, the lakes of Tarawera. And this is around early 1800s, moving to uh, late yeah, 1800s, or the whole sort of 100 years, really. They all migrated around there. And um, Wahiao was, again, was living around the shores of Rotorua um, and Tu Haurangi, they were living on the shores of Tarawera. Mm-hmm. At Tarawera, they established a, a tourism sort of business mm-hmm. um, and they had the, the pink and white terraces. Oh, the terraces, yeah. Yeah, we were at the time, the like eighth wonder of the world or something like that. Mm-hmm. And those times where we left, uh, we, we have history and uh, kōrero about those uh, Waiariki and those um, puna, uh, Otukapuarangi and Te Tarata, which were the, the, two, the pink and white terraces. They said, had a sort of a business venture there yeah. to Haurangi when I think about um, entrepreneurs. Yeah, they're sort of entrepreneurs. Yeah, they were, had this big yeah. mecca of tourism. Yeah, and then the eruption happened and it swallowed all of Te Tarata and uh, Otukapuarangi under Pungarehu and a lot of the other pa, Te Wairua, uh, they were all covered in ash and Marawake, um, yeah, Katai Mai Ngareta, three letters from those, Te Kandia Takirau, Tupuna from 
Aotearoa and uh, Tupuna from Marutuahu uh, sent letters, and Te Haurangi ended up moving to Ngāti Maru, to Moihau, Maunga, uh, where Tamata Kapua was buried, and for 20 to 30 years, and then um, uh, Tupuna called Mita Taipopuki uh, went over to where Te Haurangi were living at the time of Ngāti Maru um, and Moihau and told them to come back. And the story goes that they um, went oh, they went to go hahu all their mate, mm. yeah, exhume all their bodies and then take them back to Te Whakarewarewa, mm. to the um, place where Ngāti Wahiao uh, were residing and they um, told them to move back to, yeah, to Te Whakarewarewa, to the valley. And so that's sort of where the Tuhaurangi Ngāti Wahiao established sort of iwi came about and they stayed there and um, there are 50 whānau out of that union between Tuhaurangi and Wahiao, there's sort of 50 whānau that everyone, if you're from the village, you link back to these 50 whānau uh, who are the descendants mm-hmm. of, um, yeah, of Tuhaurangi Ngāti Wahiao okay. today. Cool. Yeah, sort of a random weird sort of curvy history. <laughs> curvy history. <laughs> so I'm just checking. So there was Tuhaurangi and Ngāti Wahiao. And were they sort of two separate iwi, but now they've come back together as one? Yeah, yeah. And yeah, that's, that is actually a big debate happening about that at the moment. But they were two separate iwi because they were living in different areas. Ngāti Wahiao had started their own sort of thing. But yeah, it got tricky. The thing that was tricky was around calling it a iwi and a hapu. That's right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's where everything sort of gets tricky. If it's a hapu, if it's a iwi, um, I think Pranika could give some more explanation to what a hapu and the difference between those two are. Mm. But um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. definitely. And just very, very quickly, is you know the world we live in today has had an effect on how we see ourselves in relation to being a iwi or a hapu mm-hmm. and treaty settlements has, has had an impact on that mm-hmm. and the Māori land court <laughs> yeah but to her rangi ngāti wāheau taku mōheo um, and my interpretation is that uh, a section of to her rangi so same whakapapa yeah it's just a, it's a it's a section of to her rangi a, a tātai I guess yeah and I don't want to call it our kōrero um, te Māori te mea or he a tāhua ngā kōrero but um Kei te kōrero a te Māori mō tēnei wāhanga o Tūhaurangi mm. because kei te puke e tahi atu Tūhaurangi yep. e noho ana. Yep. Uh, I think it's beautiful. I'm thinking back to one of my manu kōrero speeches actually. Ko taku kaupapa ko te, was the year of the, the year of the family, te tau o te whānau. And ta kaupapa, uh, my spin on it was i ngā wāmua uh, ko te whānau, ko te hapu tonu. So, you know, yourself, you're a kairoto, you're te whānau apanui. You know, you don't really, there's not many ngāti. I don't think there's any ngāti down there. No, or well, te whānau. Yeah. And that whānau unit, how we see a whānau now is like a, a mum and a dad and kids. You know, it's, it's i ki te titiro Māori, tāte Māori titiro, he nui ake, na koena te hapu. Mm-hmm. And taku mōhio i te hapu te mana. Mm. So yeah, things can get a bit sort of, um, especially when people have started out learning about tora to taha Māori, and then get, we get a bit caught up in our, that, oh, there's only one iwi and there's only one. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah I know yeah. what you mean, yeah. Yeah, and I think that's maybe where the Māori might have been referring to things 
you know, getting a bit contentious around um, whether it's an iwi, whether it's a hapu. Yeah. Mm, mm, mm. Yeah, yeah. And I suppose the, the best part around that sort of, sort of korero was around the ability to just talk it out. Mm, talk out with, if it's a hapu, if it's a iwi. Yeah, to be able to make a decision in those types of things. And that's the beauty of our... Of our uh, I suppose that enable that type of environment to kōrero. Mm. Just uh, you know, reflecting back on etahi o ngā kōrero, you know, you referred to the Tehu o Tarawera, yeah. 1886, June the 10th, Takumoyo, was a Tuesday. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of my kōmātua talk about their kōmātua and they would use the eruption, so I'm talking about like my kōmātua who in their 80s, when they were young, their kaumatu who were in the eighties and even hundreds will talk about the eruption. Yeah. And that was their, their time marker. So whether you were born before or after oh, the eruption of right. Tarawera. And not yeah. just within us too, uh within um Natirekawa, I know other iwi are like that that there was a time where um the Tarawera eruption was like a measure of time that a lot of iwi would go off yeah. because it had such an impact. Uh, not just on Tuhurangi and Te Arawa, but, you know, with the movement, uh, it was seen from miles and miles around and it was the, you know, there's more tete about it and was in all the new pepper Māori. So uh, one of my crew, actually, just the other week, we were talking and he was saying, he asked one of his queer, oh, how old were you when Tarawera erupted? You know, I thought, oh, out of it. And um, I've heard it a few times Yeah. Uh, with Komata when they said, oh, my, my mother, uh, my nanny was born just after Tarawera erupted or before. Yeah. So it was quite a big part of Irotoi Tehitoria o Aotearoa whanui. Yeah, yeah. The kōrero that we were told after the eruption, uh, noho marara tewi o Tuhurangi. And I don't think there's anything sort of worse in Māori thinking or Māori whakaaro or Māori world than being displaced or being disconnected. Mm. And I noho marara teiwi, nā wai, nā wai, nā wai, kua tono atu ngā reta. Yeah, as a form of whakaaro nui, I suppose. Mm. Uh, but yeah, there was probably nothing worse than being displaced and disconnected from your hapu, whānau and lands. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that was probably why it was such a turning point and why we have different factions of Tuhaurangi Kiuta, Tuhaurangi Kitai, Tuhaurangi Kitifakarewarewa, Tuhaurangi Atiwaio. Yeah, there's a, yeah, definitely a spread out, but auahiana. Tika. And uh, I think too, you know, a lot of you, our listeners out there, would only know Tuhurangi Ngāti Wahiao, the Kapahaka, mm. one of the top Kapahaka i roto i te, well, they're all tops, really. If you want te matatini, you're tops. Yeah. And, uh, um, and one of the few, I wanted to say, one of the few Kapa Aiwi, which is a Kapahaka that has the iwi name or mm. is representative of an iwi, ko Tuhurangi Ngāti Wahiao. So I know a lot of our listeners, there'll be lots of insights sharp in this kōrero. Always been sharp. Smoking. Yeah, auwahiana. Oh, oh, I think I'm too ahead of you. Oh, I don't wow. know. Ko te menu i ko You know, heha o tumanako ki te iwi. Tumanako ki te iwi. Yeah, well, ko te menu i, I think, is just whakakutahi. And like we, we do these you know, dreaming uh, sessions and uh, we have these sort of wānanga around what do we want mm. from the iwi and uh, I suppose the question to it was um, uh, what can we give to the iwi? So there was a whakaro that we would do as we would break down the terminology around iwi 
and hapu and whānau mm. and where they sit as a part of your life. Mm. Because one of the big corridors that's been happening at the moment is, um, and as an example, around the grants that iwi runanga give out mm. uh, was the return to the iwi. Mm. Does the iwi really mean to you? So we tried to break that down and one of the whakaro uh, that came out was um, tūhaurangi, well, the iwi would be the way of life, would be your way of life. And say if you wanted to, and the kōrero was um, around pepeha, around um, looking at pepeha as not telling me where you're from, but what you're responsible for. Kia ora. Mm. Love it. Say so your iwi is too haurangi, then the question would be how do you contribute back? And yeah. obviously there has to be more opportunities uh, with iwi mm. and we have to be thinking wider and bigger. But yeah, the kōrero was like, well, if your maunga was this, Tarawera was your maunga. How many times have you been back to your maunga? How many times have you cleaned up your maunga? If your are was this, yeah, don't tell me what you, where you're from, but tell me what you're responsible for. And so it sort of got us into the thinking mode of, yeah, your iwi should be the way of life. should be like, like everything that you do, small, big, and I refer to like tiaki taiao. You know, we all, all of us have to take a part in tiaki taiao, but you should do it in your iwi's way and you should be able to collect kōrero from your iwi so that you can look after the taiao how your iwi used to or how how our tūpuna took responsible for the land and whatnot. And so the kōrero was if your iwi was your way of life then your hapu would be or your marae would be your um, place of contribution. Kia ora. Contribute back to your hapu and your marae. That's me. And the last part the whānei would be your place of trust and love. Yeah. So that's sort of was some of the whakaro that was coming out around Ngā Tumanako Motewi moving forward. Yeah, because it's a good conversation to have when you ask like a iwi leader or a chief and go, what is iwi? Because today it's your database, iwi runanga or sort of something else. Yeah, but we are trying to think, well, what, what, are some, what are some parts where people can contribute back so that we're living a iwi Life. Man, you guys are real forward thinking. We know we did. Another one was, um, oh, just if Karo Nuya Kina Pakeke, me na Kroiwa i Kaiwahi atuaiyo. Yeah, ko he te tia mai ratau. Yeah, yeah, we tamarikiana. Wai Maria katoi. Te fakarongo atu kibera kore roa ratau. Ane niau ka fakaro ake. Yeah, they, those tupuna and those kaiwas of ours did amazing things. Mm. And that type of uh, blood runs through our veins, auahiana. And uh, I think, oh, yeah, we, there's almost a, it's a responsibility, almost a responsibility to do amazing things as well. Mm. And so, so the kōrero was, well, we should not look at young people as problems to be fixed, but the potential to be recognised. And it was around a question around changing the measures of what success looked like. So yeah, it wasn't so much that you have to have a degree to be successful, but mm-hmm. and that you have to be responsible for your iwi that said you are a successful iwi person or successful to her iwi person. Yeah. And the other one was like um, our nan, Nanny Bubbles Mihinui, one of her, her tours, or guided tours, she would say that the measure of mana uh, wasn't how much you had, but how much you could give. Mm. And run out, how much more can you give? And you have nothing left, 
keep giving. And she will say that was sort of the measure of mana. Yeah. And say, yeah, you sort of live in this uh, sort of Pakeha world or the me world. And Kafukaroake, uh, yeah, our Tupuna did amazing things with sort of nothing. Yeah. And I just wondered, like, yeah, 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 the potential. We should be more striving to look at the good things about being a part of the EV, yeah, than trying to get what kind of impacts do you think tourism has on the iwi? It was huge before the eruption, mm-hmm. um, and it's still huge today. Um, and we're lucky that a lot of our corridor has been retained by way of practicing True. and expressing our corridor mm-hmm. and being able to get paid for it mm-hmm. and being able to um, talk about ourselves to the world uh, yeah it definitely plays a big part because our, our when I think about my generation who grew up in uh, who grew up in huckers and grew up in um, concerts mm-hmm. yeah it's like the best way to maintain or to retain kōrero today yeah. if that makes sense you could get paid yeah. to express your own kōrero today yeah I think that the big question would be just around what uh, we sell Ah. Yeah, like uh, what we sell in when I, what you keep yeah, for yourselves. Yeah, in terms of like um, yeah, what what do you hold special? What don't you give away? What do you give away? And yeah, yeah, but it's definitely played a huge part tourism because it's given us the ability to talk about ourselves to the world, mm-hmm. which I suppose any every tattoo wants to talk about themselves. <laughs> 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 Well, you know, uh, I think while we're talking about concerts, that, you know, there's lots of wayata that have been kept alive because of yeah. the of concerts iroto o Te Arawa. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and I remember saying um, that Nana told me that, I can't remember, it might have been Tommy Taurima, um, who's just recently passed away, and one of his concert parties back in the 70s, 80s, and he had said to one of the prolific composers of the time, let me use your songs and I'll make them famous. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, Te Arawa has definitely, not Led just Te Arawa, but Te Arawa. Um, and being the, as my mother used to say, being the tourist diamond of Aotearoa. <laughs> and I guess that's one of the challenges too, of not losing your way in all of that and finding balance. King Amahi Turuhi and the yeah. tourist side of the things. The kauwhanganui. Uh, yeah, the while maintaining um, your identity, your identity yeah. and being true to that. Mm. Yeah, actually, when um, you know, there was a story around the eruption, and there was three signs that was leading up to the eruption. Uh, the kōrero of Tuhoto Wariki, uh, who was a great tohunga of the time, very scary clover uh, apparently. He <laughs> predicted that there would be three signs before the eruption of Tarawera. Uh, the first one was well, it was an illness mm-hmm. that plagued the Iwi, uh, who were living at the shores. Uh, the second was a wakatauwa in the middle of the lake, a uh, phantom waka. Mm-hmm. And, geez, I'm starting to forget the last one. I think it might have been the eruption itself, actually, was the third sign to show the parekura nui uh, that were going to plague 
the area of Tarawera before the eruption. Yeah, the Stohunga predicted it, and he predicted it because he saw the greed that was growing in the people. Ah. Yeah, yeah, so there's definitely some warning signs and with yeah, big warning signs around um, tourism. I, well, I think he was referring to the tourism, and uh, there was a shot. I don't know if Prani remembers the movie at the museum, but um, mm-hmm. there used to be a movie about the Tarawera eruption. Yeah, and I know that, that one. They would put copper or shillings. Uh, old silver pieces into the wooden carvings and replace the shillings with the pyro, take the pyro out and um, you put these these little shillings in, in the middle of the eyes of these big carvings and um, those sort of signs that the Tohunga Tsuhotoariki was seeing it led to him predicting the the horror of the whenua uh, as, he, as he said it I think yeah, mm. the whenua, which was the sort of the lead up to the eruption which sort of set to Haurangi on a restart. Yeah, and as you said, just to be mindful of those tohu yeah. and, and uh, teaching that was in there. Mete few, e ai ki ngā kōrero, e kia koe e pera anō. But um, mm. yeah, just what you were saying about being, you know, it's our responsibility to do amazing things, our kaumātua have done it, mm. and the measure of mana is to keep giving. So, uh, Thank pi- you for all that you've given yeah, us. Ko piki to mana. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> me, me to matau waimari e inga kōrero katoa, tino nei. Ah. Orera, e mihi nei ki a koe. Nah, nah, e mihi ana, e mihi ana. Uh, nā ku te waimari e nui, uh, kua kōrero anuai, mu oku uh, nui, mu oku rahi, uh, o te herangi a fi. Thank you for giving me the opportunity to talk about myself and uh, <laughs> about our people. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But rawe, rawe na korero. Nga mihi. Kia ora rawa ati te mauri. Kia ora. Hei kuna mai. Au wahi ana, bro. Wahi <laughs> ana. A nei e te iwi, te waiato, te wiki, hei tautoko i ngā korero. Haere mai tu haurangi. Whakarongo mai.
Cuddy, cuddy. Ooh, did you catch yeah, the Oahe Amandi? Yeah. Oahe Amandi. How about that? Not only does that Waiata consolidate our iwi o te wiki, but it also included the kiwaha o te wiki. There you go. Oahe And I don't want to take up any of the kōrero, but, you know, I was lucky to be brought up amongst two hurangi growing up in Rotorua mm-hmm. and there were two iwi that I grew up with and it was Ngāti Pikiao mm-hmm. and two hurangi. Very special, well, all people are special, but as you're referring to the village and stuff like that, yeah, spent a lot of time there. Oh, yeah, the village is just um, so unique. How cool is that? Mm, spent a lot of time with, with a lot of the kaumata that Tamodi would have been thinking of. And I remember when he was a baby yeah. uh, and a little boy and a, and a young man he's grown into, mm-hmm. knew his father very well, who's one of my ihopu mana that I looked up to and still look up to even though he's passed on. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, he played the kōrero ana. I don't know if nostalgic's the word, but just uh, I felt a lot of aroha when Timodi was sharing when I've seen him develop. You know, I knew him as a baby. And yeah. um, to be a young man now and be able to confidently talk about his people, ngā whakapapa, ngā kōrero mera me katoa, it, it uh, filled my heart with... Pride. Um, with pride, yeah. And I know his father would be proud too. E poho ana. Mm. And Timodi's doing his own thing. So um, he do not really talk about him. So, well, you know, Korana Motana Iwi, but he's big in animation. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, that might be another quarter or another time. So he's making leaps and bounds and they're getting rangatai into animation and stuff cool. like that. Yeah, so it was a good quarter away. It was cool. Yeah, that's cool. Learned, I learned a lot. I just assumed he had some sort of historian role. I would have never have guessed he was into yeah. animation. Yeah, yeah. Well, exactly. He's doing his own thing. That's what's cool is that he's got the old knowledge and, you know, he's doing new stuff. Cool. Um, current stuff. And yep. he's big on getting the rangatahi and tuhurangi and te aro actually involved uh, in ngā kaupapa aiwi. Mm-hmm. Not just on the marae, you know, he's, he's sitting on, oh, a, on a board and yeah. a few other things and stuff. So... Yep. Yeah, I know he's walking the talk when he talks about contributing back to the people. Yeah. And I like that. I like say, that. Uh, the marae, Not where yeah. are you from, but what mm. are you responsible for? Yeah, so if you're going to use your pepeha iti, that's a good way, good thing to think about. Yeah. Mm. So I think, kotawa uh, tēra, tuahine, auahiana. Auahiana, bro, that was mean. That was cool. Yeah. E kōrero whakamutinga au. And uh, yeah, and uh, if you aren't back at Mahi yet, you know, enjoy the rest of the uh, summer holidays. Hoyanora, um, yes, e ene wara uruhau o henerau mati. Nga manaki tanga kirunga kia koto e hararei tonu ana o tira e haere nei ngā rori, e koukou nei e. Haere nei ngā poti marunga i te moana ahakohe a te mahi Kia teka te mahi, kia whakaaro nui i ngā wā katoa Nō reira, nō hora mai i ringa i ngā ahuatanga o te wā Hei kona Hei kona Fakarongo ki te tangi a te kori mako Korero flowing at the hooker force Kaupapa relevant, kaupapa out of bounds Kaupapa exigent, kaupapa paramount Nā kona whakapiri mai ki te Kaupapa tino whakahira hira Fakarongo pi kari kari mai Hare are mai o tāringa Hare hare mai we gotta Gather up those everybody 
Gather up close, everybody. Connie, Connie, move that body. Connie, Connie, move that body. Taringa, he mea tuku nā te wānanga o Aotearoa, a nā te māngai pāho i tautoko. To listen to more episodes, search for us on your podcast app and subscribe. Taringa, whakarongo mai.